Hello, what the fuck is up? It's Aiden Jones here. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 19th of May, 2020. And uh, I'm feeling pretty good, I reckon. Uh, yeah, I'd say I'm feeling good. It's been a, a weird start to the day. It's fucking two in the afternoon already and I'm recording this, which I I'm, do not love that. No way do I love that. Fucking, oh, do I want to film with... Do I want to film with the video up there so I can see it? Nope, I don't want to do that either. Don't want to see myself. Um, yeah, it's two o'clock in the afternoon because fucking this girl I'm seeing she stayed over last night and like just um, I just you know like I ne- I never get up early when when we hang out. It's always we always just waste the first half of our day. Um, which is great while I'm doing it, and then like now I'm by myself and I'm like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just fucking I hate I hate ruining fucking you know like a half of a day like that but it's so nice like it's worth it every time but um I just I'm looking forward now that like all right we we did that and the same we did the same thing on Saturday oh my god on s- fucking Saturday <laughs> we just spent the whole day in bed we did that last weekend as well. It's so nice, man. I haven't done this as someone in like years, at least maybe three years or maybe like eight or nine years. Like, you know, it's it's incredible. Um, and I guess probably a part of it is, what's going on? Do I have a weird tooth coming through in my face? <laughs> I feel weird right there. Do you ever get a weird feeling right there? If you have, write in and tell me what happened because I'm scared. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, probably part of it is due to like lockdown of bars and cafes and shit not being open because, uh, if I woke up on a Saturday with someone on a normal day, I'd be like, let's get out the house and do some shit. But yeah, we got nothing to do. So we just stayed in bed all Saturday and like, it's good. It just feels great. And actually, I think, you know what? Here's it. I think I would rather... Um, stay in bed for the whole day and just write the entire day off than do like half the day and um, and then try and make something of the day at like now, like right now because I didn't feel bad on Saturday and then on Sunday I got an early enough start to the day. I must have got home at like 10 or 11 or something where it's like feels okay. I can kind of feel like I did, did something. But um, today, yeah, I mean, she left at 11.30. I've just been fucking around for two and a half hours. I went to the, um, I went to JB Hi-Fi. Oh, 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 if you've been following the phone saga, which let's be honest, everyone who listens to this podcast. (laughs) Here's a funny thought. When I, um, I was hanging out with um, some mates, uh, Luca and Pete the other night. And uh, I said something about, I can't wait to put this on my podcast Um, or like as a joke threat to one. I can't remember. I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking put this on my podcast, what you just said or whatever it was. And uh, Pete was like, that's good because then no one will hear it, (laughs) which was very funny and did hurt a little bit, but that's fine, you know, but um, it is like a joke that fucking no one listens to this podcast. Well, I mean, 54 people do, which is actually a pretty good number. And uh, it just struck me now that like people diss me for listening to this podcast. But if you listen to this podcast, 
you're just as fucking dumb as I am. <laughs> but you're trapped. <laughs> um, sorry for yelling into the mic. Then please don't, t- please don't tune out. Please, please, I love you. <laughs> I've been um, signing off the backyard bitch videos that I make. I think my sign off is just gonna be stare down the barrel of the camera and go, "I love you." <laughs> I think that's funny. Um, just a dude who is so out of control of his emotions at all times. <laughs> Just straight up, the fucking thing that he's chosen to say to his audience at the end is just like, I love you. I love you. Please. I love you so much. Thank you. I love you. Uh, uh, yes. So I went into, um, was that what I was talking about? I went into JB Hi-Fi. Um, <sighs> yeah, because it was, um, what did I do? I've been fucking around for two and a half hours. Is that what I was talking about? I can't fucking remember. This is already a mess. I went into uh, JB Hi-Fi because my phone, I got a message yesterday. Yeah, an email. An email. Um, saying, uh, actually, I want to pull it up because it was kind of confusing, to be honest. Let me see here. I was, I, I actually almost fucking flipped my lid because I thought it was going to be even worse than the... Oh, fuck off. You know what's really annoying? When you go to go on a site and they're like, look at the new thing that we did. Do you want a tour? And it's like, when do I ever want a fucking tour? Like, I just... I'll figure it out. If I'm going to use it, then I'll use it. And if I'm not going to use it, then my life will just continue on as normal. And if I'm going to use it, then I'll choose to, like, show me. Or actually, probably more accurate, I won't choose to get them to show me. I'll try and figure it out myself, and then I won't know how to use it, and then I'll get angry, all right? So fuck off with your fucking tour and just let me yell at my laptop for a bit like I was going to anyway. All right, I'm on Gmail. I get this email from them, yeah, Monday at 11.40 a.m., and it says, Hi, Angel. Hi. Bit presumptuous. I don't fucking know you, but okay. Hi, Aiden Jones, comma. This email confirms that your Google Pixel 3 Just BLK 64GB has been approved based on initial inspection. If upon further examination no fault can be found, then a repair might not be carried out. So that... That what the I'll read it again. Your blah 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 phone has been approved based on initial inspection. If upon further examination no fault can be found, then a repair might not be carried out. Now that sounds fucking terrifying, doesn't it? That sounds like we haven't found anything wrong with your phone, so we're not gonna fix it. And we're just gonna send it back. It says when your product has been assessed and if required repaired, you will receive another email to let you know its status and if appropriate, when it will be ready for collection from JB Hi-Fi Brunswick. So that sounds like they've not found anything wrong with my phone and they're just going to send it straight back. And the worst case scenario would be that they were like, yes, it doesn't work, but we can see that something that you've done to it has made it not work, and so we're not going to fix it, and you just don't use your phone still doesn't work, and it's just still fucked. And I read that, and I was like, I was excited when I got the email because I was like, oh, maybe it's going to take less time. And then I read that, and I was like, oh my fucking god, they're not even going to fix it. I'm going to have to get it sent off again. I just went to the worst case scenario. 
that's something I realize I do. I, I definitely, I go to, I just assume when something is, I, I assume that everything's just going to be the worst that it could possibly be. I don't know why that is. I get angry. I just, I'm like, is it or, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why that is. I feel like I'm a fairly optimistic person generally, but shit like that, I just go, nah, they're, they're trying to fuck me, I think is what I do. I don't trust these cunts and they're trying to fuck me right now. Um, but I called the guy, at the, I called JB Hi-Fi Brunswick and the guy was like, oh no, that means they've wiped your phone and they haven't found any further fault with it. So they've sent it back. And I'm like, so my phone is good? And he's like, yeah, come in tomorrow. And I went in, so I went in today to get it. And it's not ready yet, but it's coming. <laughs> and uh, I think it's going to be back by tomorrow. And I kind of feel bad actually now for swearing at the lady. <laughs> Last week. Damn it. Because when I went in there last week, I went in to check. Uh, I can't remember whether I t- spoke about that on the podcast last week or if I did it afterwards. But anyway, I went in to check if the phone was ready and um, or like what was going on because I hadn't had any communication and the phone that they gave me sucked and I was just angry. And uh, I went in there and the lady was like, it's actually going to take... Uh, three, not three to four weeks. It normally takes four to six weeks. And it had been two weeks at that point. She was like, yeah, two weeks is not even any alarm bells for us. It's just, that's what's up. And uh, also I'm going to let you know that three to four weeks was probably wrong. It's probably going to be four to six. And when I heard that, I was just like, more, like more. God damn it. More. I was furious. And I said to her, I'm, like, I know this isn't your fault, but I just want you to know that I'm so fucking angry right now. And I guess I was probably using my loud speaking voice because that just is how I talk. And I was upset and I was trying not to be angry at her, but like, fuck. Um, and she said, uh, uh, you need to not yell right now. There might be children around. There are children in the store who can hear you. <laughs> fucking made me so much madder. Because I was like, I'm trying to not be angry at you, but you need to understand that I am angry. It's not your fault, but I am angry right now. Am I allowed to be angry? I'm, I was trying to figure out who was right and wrong in that scenario. I think it is me. I think as soon as you swear, it's you're the one who's wrong. Maybe I need to stop swearing so much. I watched this video, um, this, this YouTuber, Emma Chamberlain. She's fucking 18 and, uh, um, and she's got like a... <laughs> 300 million subscribers or whatever and um here's me watching her videos to see how she edits and like the rhythm of her edits to use on my videos and um she said in one of her videos (laughs) it's actually brutal that i watch this it's just like her trying on different outfits (laughs) i fucking watched that i watched the whole thing and (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to be honest, it wasn't even uh, like I'm attracted to this girl. <laughs> it wasn't that. I wasn't even watching it to like perv on a hot girl. I was literally just watching it because I was like, it's a pretty good video. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I was like... 
the whole premise of the video was like her mum and dad are away from her in isolation, so she got her mum and dad to send her outfit ideas and then she <laughs> tries on all her clothes and tries to make those outfits. And I watched the whole fucking thing over <laughs> damn it. Um <laughs> and I was like, the editing is actually really good in this video. Oh, but anyway, she's 18 and she talked in, I think that video or maybe another one. Yeah, I've watched more than one. I can see how she's got so many followers. She is compelling. Um, in one of the videos, she was like, oh, I need to stop cursing. And I was like, that is why this chick is going to be a high flying fucking, she's going to be fucking rich, man, that girl. If you're 18 and you're already like, I need to stop swearing, I need to conduct myself in a more professional and appropriate way in this society. Yeah, she's going to be fucking not swearing in like a year and then she's going to own her own business at 21 and buy 10 yachts and (laughs) crash them into each other, dead at 27. (laughs) So sad. She was so polite at a dinner party, that girl, and now she's dead because she (laughs) bought 10 yachts and... (laughs) Somehow choreographed them to all crash into each other <laughs> for like a YouTube video, and uh, and you know what she died, but that is a, that's a killer video, and the editing is brilliant. The pacing, the clip to it is you know you don't get bored while she's setting all the boats up, ready for them to crash into each other because the whole time it's like oh, I'm on this boat, I'm on this boat, I'm on this boat. Look at me over here. Yeah, so I looked at that and I was like, this eighteen year old girl is fucking telling herself to not curse and here I am in JB Hi-Fi saying I'm fucking angry like what is wrong with me um that I couldn't like somehow I still believe that swearing actually isn't bad and that I should just be allowed to swear all the time because I think it's like I, I I think of swearing as it's just honesty, I guess. Like, I should be allowed to be honest about how I feel. And in that moment, I guess why people don't like swearing is because it's, like, abrasive. It's like, well, we don't want to see that you're angry now because that's your problem and why you, like, why am I, why should that lady at JB Hi-Fi have to deal with the fact that I'm angry because my phone broke? That's not her job. Her job is to talk to me and tell me how it's going to work that I fix my phone. She's not my fucking therapist so yeah that's probably why she doesn't want me to swear at her because she's not there to do emotional labor for me she's just there to tell me that it takes four to six weeks to fix a phone so yeah i was wrong i was wrong to swear at her sorry even though i said it's not about you i still did swear but in the moment i didn't think that at all i just thought there's not any fucking kids around fuck you (laughs) you're a liar she goes, you can't swear, you shouldn't swear, like there could be kids. And I looked around, I was like, in my head, I was just like, there's not any fucking kids. <laughs> Fuck this bitch. <clears throat> if there's no kids within 10 metres of me, I should be allowed to swear all I fucking want, lady. That's what went through my head. <laughs> I was so lucky she didn't kick me out of that fucking store. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, so I went in today and, uh, yeah, it's going to be in tomorrow. So I kind of feel bad now that um, 
I mean, I did say sorry to her when she got back from the little storeroom thing. I was like, I apologize for that, I, you know, but I just, I'm upset and this thing. And we, we're fine. We're, me and her are cool. We're chill. But uh, I still, you know, I didn't conduct myself in the, in the, uh, in the most uh, enviable way. And then when I went in today and like, they were like, oh, it's not here today, but it'll be in tomorrow. I was like, oh man, that's like three weeks. And I kind of wish she was there because I really wanted to apologize to her again, but she wasn't. So she just thinks I'm a fuckhead, I guess. That's something that I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life. (sighs) And now it's 2 p.m. Oh God, that is good tea. I ran out of my Australian breakfast, Australian afternoon tea. Am I going to get some more? Sure. Mm. I uh, did want to read this out this week. Oh, actually, first of all, I want to say thank you to um, my mum and Gibbons for sending me in some fucking. That's so brutal, isn't it? <laughs> he has a podcast and he asks for people to send in pictures, and his mum sends him pictures. <laughs> Anyone out there want to send me some fucking pictures of people taking pictures of fucking people taking pictures or whatever? And uh, of my 54 listeners, me mum sends me a picture. Good on your mum. So uh, thank you to my mum and Gibbons. You win uh, the competition from last week for who could send me a picture to use as the image for this week. So um, she sent me a few. I've got an image of oh, the one that I picked is actually sick. It's this older, she took, she sent me three and apparently they were all like on her street or whatever in Adelaide or just on the same street. I don't know. It's not her street, but it's a street. Um, And it's this guy under like tree with all red and yellow leaves. It's autumn. And this dude is like, he's got bare feet or thongs. So he's like near his house, I guess. And it looks like he's taking picture of just the trunk of the tree. I don't know really what's going on here. And he's kind of got a weird back, like, lean thing. And he's like, what? And, uh, look, I think it's a very, very funny picture. Because you can't see the other ones. You can kind of maybe see what they're... Actually, no, you can't see what they're taking pictures of. There's another one, actually, of a dude with a massive camera on his back. And he's taking a picture with his phone, which I think is pretty funny. But, no, I'm picking the one of the guy who looks like he's taking the picture of a stump of a tree. I want to... Do a bit of a uh, deep dream on that and use that as the fucking cover, th- the like thingy for this week on Instagram. If you want to see that, go on Sitting Under Podcast uh, on Instagram. That's me bloody podcast channel and check that out. And if you want to send more in, send them to me, man. At, uh, send them to the Backyard Bitch thing, backyardb69 at gmail.com or, um, or Facebook them to me. If you're listening to this, you probably have me on Facebook, so, you know. And what I wanted to talk about this week was last week I was talking about being open with this girl that I'm seeing and, and, and trying to be honest, I guess, or like trying to be okay with having like an open thing. Us seeing other people while we're seeing each other. And, uh, Carla, a friend of the show has written in. Thank you, Carla, for, for listening and for, she just basically messaged me and said, Hey, on that, topic here's a bunch of stuff and I was like can I read that on the podcast and she was like absolutely yes so I said um wait where is it here 
She says, she said, the first time I had just gotten out of a long and bad monogamous relationship and wanted to see what it was like to be open, which was hard, but I learned a lot. The next one, I didn't realize I was going to fall in love with her and it was a different structure. First one had another girlfriend when I met him. This one was single and was, mu- and was more into multiple casual partners than serious ones. Then with eh, her current partner, I had kind of decided I wasn't going to do poly anymore. But then I fell in love with her. She's married and was going to keep it casual so I could meet other people. But quarantine has kind of squashed that. So I'm just going with it. She said, it took me lots of trial and error to decide that I'm actually monogamously minded. I personally don't think I could have known that without the experimentation and pushing myself into uncomfortable situations. So after trying a bunch of different formats, I know I now know for sure what my boundaries are and I'm never like wondering what could be if I tried harder because I've already done that. And I'm a lot more comfortable with non-monogamy than I originally thought I'd ever be capable of, but also know I'm not comfortable with all-out polyamory like all poly people pretend they are slash all people could be. That I really like. Because, um, oh, and also I think experiencing a lot of different relationship structures means you can decide what you want and it means so much more, which is nice. I think you'd like that sort of certainty. Yeah, that's the thing that I've been thinking of is like... Just because I'm seeing this girl right now doesn't mean that this has to be the person, you know? Like it could be, but it also could not be. And for me, I think it's so tempting because I've bought into the whole mythology of love that everyone talks about and all, you know, culture and everything. I keep thinking about all you need is love. Like just... It feels like we've really put it up on this pedestal. And so now, whenever I meet someone romantically, like if I go on a few dates with someone and I like them, suddenly I I switch from being like getting to know this person to like this is the person. And it's so much fucking pressure. And it doesn't matter when that switch happens, whether it's whether it's like a a week in or a few months in or, or or what. Like I don't know, I think Maybe I'm starting to think that there's a problem with ever committing forever to someone because like people change, you know, and you, as soon as you commit fully forever to someone, you, uh, you remove the possibility that you would change together. I feel like at a point you would want to know that you are committed to each other so that you can be free to grow in other ways. That's not just the relationship, you know? And I reckon having kids with someone is definitely a, like you and me. We're doing this now. That's a commitment for like at least 18 years, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, to know that, right? What was that bit? Experimenting, uh, not comfortable with polyamory like poly people pretend they are. But experiencing a lot of different relationship structures means you can decide what you want. So that's like maybe this now with this girl isn't the be all and end all. This doesn't have to be the be all and end all. This can just be another experience for me and for her to like fucking see what it's like to be with a person in this kind of way. I've been thinking about that and I've been thinking about just having the ability or not the ability, but leaving yourself open to like, if this isn't working for me, I'm going to walk away because that's better than sticking around and trying to change someone or it's almost like... When people, you know, the trope of like, uh, oh, I'm going to try and change them. 
people are always like, it's always the girl, the trope is it's always the girl trying to change the guy. Oh, I can change him. And uh, I guess where that trope comes from and the reality that it's based in is like people have this idea of romantic love in their heads based on things that they've seen in the world or culture that they've consumed. And uh, when when we meet a person who we're interested in, we project that idea onto that person and try and change them to fit that idea. And everyone knows that. I mean, these words that I'm saying now are like cliched words. I feel like I've heard them a bunch. But I, feel, I also feel like I'm just understanding them for the first time now, which is like if I went into this thing trying to convince this girl who seems to be quite set on the idea of being in – open not even an open relationship i wouldn't call it a relationship it's just me and her are allowed to see other people and if i tried to convince her otherwise i would just be trying to fit her in the box the the idea of a relationship that i have in my head and in doing so like i change her like it's not her anymore it's just my fucking thing and and either she doesn't let me do that and then I'm like, oh, you're not the thing that I wanted, let's break up or she does let me do that in which case she's not the person who I liked anymore and so I'm not interested in her anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I just spilled tea on myself. Um, yeah, so maybe rather than any of that, throw that idea out and focus on just getting to know this person in front of me and... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's scary because maybe I put a lot of effort into this and and it doesn't work out. But also, that's a part of it because then I know for me, one question that I have always had for myself is like, do I, am I capable of even putting that amount of effort in? Like I think of this scene in in the movie uh, Before Sunset. It's the second one in the Before Sunrise trilogy where... um, they're like 30-something years old, these two lovers who didn't see each other for 10 years and they're reminiscing over their lives and catching each other up. And the guy says about being married that um, he's like, you know, she's... Uh, uh, he says, I always saw myself with uh, someone or maybe all the men I admired in the world, uh, they kind of committed themselves to a person and like she's smart and funny and beautiful and a great mother and all of that and all these men who I admired, they they had done that. They had married or been in a relationship or whatever and so he says, I started thinking like it wasn't even the who that ma- didn't matter who, it was just the act of committing yourself. Um, and I think that, I mean that's obviously a very dangerous way to think but I've definitely thought that. And I've wondered, am I capable of doing that? And I think I'm answering that question right now. I think the answer is yes. And just because I'm doing that for myself and with this person doesn't mean that I have to do it forever. I know that I'm doing it right now. I know right now that I'm I'm like, I can't fault myself and that's important. Is it important? I mean, I could still be wrong. I need to let go of the idea that I'm right. I've also been thinking about the idea that you've got to um, know what in a, in a situation with any other person, whether it's an argument or a relationship or a friendship or what, you've got to know the things that you're responsible for and then take responsibility for those things and then also recognize where your responsibility ends 
and not take responsibility for that other stuff because there's like some people try and take on too much and then you exhaust yourself and maybe that breeds resentment um or you don't take on enough you don't take on the responsibility for the things that you are responsible for and in doing so you uh you remove any opportunity for growth and you shirk your responsibilities and then you're not a good partner or friend or whatever Mm. anyway there was more shit that this girl said there was another thing and then i'm almost done then i'm gonna do the uh i got a great song this week i got a great bloody song um what did I say? I said, I'm starting to get into the idea of trying this with her rather than trying to box her into being monogamous with me. And to be honest, I think the reason I was so intellectually stuck on monogamy was because uh, I want to find the person I'm supposed to be with, but that's exactly why I should try it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the same shit. Um, And uh, then Carla said this. Absolutely. It sounds like she's pretty passionate about non-monogamy. So if you manage to convince her to be monogamous, there's a pretty big risk of that ending disappointingly. And then you've not gained anything except uh, and lost a heap. And that is true. That's what me and this girl had spoken about is that in her other relationships, she felt like she was almost forced into giving a promise that she didn't actually want to keep, but it sounded fair you know he was like well it sounds like that's a fair thing to expect from me so yes i want to be with you so i'll promise that but then she didn't actually mean it and so she broke the promise and hurt the person um carla says i feel you though i feel very similarly to you about monogamy and wanting to build a little family unit with unit with another person and non-monogamy not lending itself to that but it can depending on the format yeah, that's whatever, whatever, whatever. Bah, 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 bah. And this is the thing. She said, so go easy on yourself. She has to know that this is your first time doing this and it's going to be hard for you and she's got to be okay helping you through the process. <laughs> that was like, when she said that, I, a little bit of my self-righteousness was like, yeah, <laughs> she needs to help me. <laughs> um, God, I'm pathetic. Oh my God, there was so much more. Anyway, fucking whatever, you'll get it. I had a nice chat to someone about being non-monogamous and all that shit. And it was nice to get someone who... The problem I have with it with other people, I I guess, is that it can seem like... It can seem like that's someone's um, identity. If you're leading with that, then you're fucking boring. It shouldn't be your identity to be like, I'm non-monogamous. Just like it shouldn't be your identity to be like, I'm a, I'm married. Who are you? Well, I'm married. Ugh, yuck. Who are you? I'm actually non-monogamous. Ethically non-monogamous. Blech, you both suck. Um, I mean, who am I? I don't know, actually. I'm uh, angry. Maybe that's who I am. No, that's not who I am. I don't know who I am. But anyway... Cool. Yeah, I think that's it. That's it for this week. The song I'm going to play is called... Fucking come on. I can't wait to not use this phone anymore. Come tomorrow. The song this week is... Fucking where are you, you dirty little rat? It's called... Not That Special by Lily Moore. And uh, I really liked it. I think I liked it. I was playing um, Civilization with my brother again on Sunday night, the third in our ongoing installment of seven-hour fucking Civilization marathons. God, it's so much fun. Um, we were playing and I was just listening to music and the song came on and uh, 
it kind of feels like it's a very bluesy song. This chick singing, it's, she's got a great voice and it's kind of husky and whatever, but she's singing to her partner about how they're not special. And when they walk down the street, the other people who see them aren't envying them. They, they don't really care because they're just in this thing together and it doesn't matter about other people. I think it's very tempting when you're in love with someone or just in a relationship that you feel like is important and exciting. I know when I was younger, definitely like my first girlfriend, me and her used to always go like, oh, we just, people don't get it. People don't get us. We are just so much better than everyone. We're so much smarter and bleh. And I guess this song is speaking to that and going, you know what? We're not better than everyone. We're not better than anyone. We're not special at all. But all that matters, she says, all that matters is that you're... What is it? It's something about you're special to me. It's not that. It's just like all that matters is right now you feel right for me. And uh, I really feel like that's where I am right now. So that's the song that I'm going to play. That's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the pod this week. And I've been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace. How many times can I walk home alone in the dark down a back street? I've seen what trouble looks like, I ought to know I don't thrive so well on safety Making plans for a month ahead To tell your new kids to look forward to When it's not about love or trust It's not about us, it's just having something to do Having something to do But I like you don't you know we ain't special? Not you or me. When people see us walking down the street, they don't feel no empty. Don't you know I'm not that special? Never pretended to be. But the only thing that matters is. Yesterday when I still liked you I guess now wouldn't be the time to take a break You know it won't stop it like I do There's a downside of getting drunk sometimes All the liquor makes me bitter Swear one day I'll treat you better Like I should
You think the matter is you think 